Oh, we could, we could fly. Welcome to this new season of the Have a Cup of Jahani podcast. So I want to title this new season that I'm embarking on with I'm growing. So this is going to be the season of growth. And um, that's what I'm going to share with you throughout the season. So I thank you for coming over here and sitting with me. And I hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. So here's the situation. Once upon a time, somebody told me that I would have to choose between being a mother and being a soldier. Spoiler alert, I'm still in the army. <laughs> no, no, no. So let, let me explain, let me explain. So I was, for the longest part, for most of my military career until I met my husband um, six years ago, I was a single mom in the military. And with being a single mom, it's it's a lot of, a lot of things that will come my way. And some of those things will take me away from work, such as appointments for my son, school visits for my son, um, if you will sick, emergency visits, you know, and things of that nature. If you're a parent, you know, right? If you know, you know. And, um, and the thing is that this leader, I'm not saying no names here, but this leader told me, hey, you're going you're gonna to come up to a time where it's like you're going to have to make that choice. And I say Roger, you know, but I'm the type of person that's like, I'll give you your Roger and I'll say, okay, yes, but um, that doesn't mean I agree and that doesn't mean I'm following through with what you're saying, especially if I don't agree with it. And I didn't agree with it. So let's go back a little further. When I was a little kid in the Dominican Republic, um, our uncles will always ask us, they would like to tap us and be like, hey, they used to call us terremotos because we were wild, my sister and I. They'll ask us like, hey, what do you want to do? And my sister would be like, I want to have three kids, a husband and a house. And I'll be, I want to be a boss. I want to have money. <laughs> so even as a kid, I knew that I would not be filling a traditional woman role. Even then, I knew as a six-year-old when they asked me. I was like Mr. Krabs as a little kid. What do you want? I want money. <laughs> That's what I want. So, yeah. So, fast forward it. And I'm getting this from a leader. You know, like, you're going to have to pick. Uh, you know, in my head, I was like, uh, no, I don't. Hello. That's not how life works. But, you know, these folks, when they're high ranking or they're older, you know, they just think like they have it all figured out. They know everything and get you on know, all that stuff. And they kind of shut you down with that mindset. Um, but I didn't, I didn't pick. Okay. But I did have to learn not to balance because I now know that there's no such thing as, as a true balance. It's like, you can never be 50, 50, right? It, it's just, some days are going to be more family. Other days are going to be more work. Um, and eventually, you know, when you sum it all up, it all adds up, right? But 
I cannot balance a day. I can, you know, like that, like, okay, half of my day is going to be this and the other half is going to be this because it's not as neat. My life is not as neat at the very least. But most importantly, I had to accept that there are people around me that have these expectations of me to fulfill this traditional role or, or to take myself out of the, the career path that I chose to stay on, you know, just because I'm doing it in an orthodox way, in a different way, right? I'm being a single mom and I'm still pursuing at that time um, boards to get promoted and going to college so that way I can get promoted and all of that. You know, I was, I was doing it all because I wanted to do it all. And I had the energy to do it all. And I think it's problematic when people try to put bars, restrictions on somebody just based on those societal, um, I hate to say roles again, but yeah, based on those society, societal roles or, you know, that, that, that bullet list that's being given to you when you get out of your mother's womb and they tell you, oh, well, this is you, this is your gender. So this is what you will do. This is what you will be in life, you know, or this is you now, this is your gender. This, these are the colors that you wear. Like, no, 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 no. Even as a child, I knew that I didn't want to fit into that box. And that has been cemented through and through. Even to this day, in my household, it's not like that. The, the roles are not just delineated in, in a black and white fashion. It's not. My, my husband, he cooks and clean me. I go to work. And when I come back, I help out with whatever is not finished. Or sometimes he has to tell me, you know, and I'm bad like that. So, um, yeah. I'm the bad spouse sometimes when it comes to that. But yeah, so it's like, I don't see myself ever having a traditional anything because it's just, I don't, in my mind, I'm not in that box. And I think it has to do with the way that I was raised and it has to do with um, how I've walked in this world and the things that I have had to do because I was on my own at 16. So there has never been an opportunity for me to just fill that traditional role. I, I had to be every woman, right? I had to be a little bit of everything. I had to be every woman. I had to be every man. I had to be every every in between because that was what was needed of me at, at that time. And, and it has worked. So here I am to tell you <laughs> that while I did shook my head in acknowledgement at that comment. I knew that comment was wrong, first of all. And I knew that when I would get to be a leader, 
I would not put a subordinate in that same predicament by saying that you're going to have to pick between this or that. No. In fact, I tell people, what do you want to do? <laughs> That's usually my, my question to them. What do you want to do? You want to do this? You want to do that? Oh, okay, great. You want to do all of it? Yes, go for it. You know, write it all down so that way you can keep track of it. But I knew then that I would never be holding people back like that with such expectations or such words because that is just horrible. And I knew then that just because that coin was given to me that I will not pass that coin to somebody else. I will fucking swallow that coin, shed it out and leave it in the toilet. But that coin was not going to be handed to somebody else. Let's go back into what I learned about this moment. And um, while I learned what not to do when I will be a leader myself, (laughs) I also learned that my unorthodox mentality it comes from my upbringing, right? So, and this is something that I'm going to write down eventually. And that is, I was my grandma who raised me, who I call mama. Mama, she raised me to know that I can do anything. And she instilled that core belief that I still have to this day, that it still gets me in trouble this day because I truly do believe I can do everything as long as I just work at it and put the effort necessary to accomplish it, I will accomplish it. And if you heard another episode, a previous one, you will know how that has gotten me in trouble with overcommitting and all of that. And I'm working on that, um, setting boundaries so that way I don't overcommit myself. But nevertheless, I still think that I can do everything regardless of what uh, the gender or the traditional role that is assigned to. I feel like I can do anything as long as I put my mind into it. And I've accomplished a lot of things that when my family asked me what I've done, they're in shock. But that's because I didn't put limits on myself because that's not how mama raised me. She didn't raise me with limits. And and it's so weird. We were born very poor and I was born with a lazy eye. So I, I had a lot of things against me, but I just, I never saw myself as somebody without. And that is because of the way mama raised me. She raised me to know that I was, I was intelligent, that I was beautiful, just the way that I was, uh, that I was a blessing. And I think when you feed that into a child, it really helps them become a, a strong individual later on to where they feel like they're capable of, of doing a lot of things, regardless of what box they may or may not fit in, or regardless of the boxes they take themselves out of. And And I think that's what happened here. So while I acknowledge what that leader told me, I really did ignore it. And what I learned to do from that is just I learned what not to do. And I learned not to put boundaries on other people because they shouldn't be there in the first place. And people should just choose what path they want to follow, what roles they want to sit in or not sit in. So that's, that's been my resolution to just not do as he did, because damn. But 
here we are again at the end of another very short episode, which I hope you enjoy. And if you want to hear a little bit more about that story or any other stories, just let me know. Leave a comment. Send me an email at joa at habacupojahani.com and I will reply. If there's anything that you want to hear from me about other things that I have learned, or if you want to ask about a subject, let me know. And I will try to incorporate it into one of these episodes here and give you a shout out in the process. Nevertheless, I thank you for sitting here with me. You could have been in any other podcast, any other podcast, but you came to this one. And for that, I thank you. I will see you next Wednesday. Bye. Oh, we could, we could fly. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to the show. See you on the next episode. Bye. Oh, we could, we could fly. Da, 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 da.